So if you don't know what a back channel reference is, it is when basically someone at a company that you're interviewing with will reach out to someone without you knowing that you might work with or have worked with in the past to ask for a reference. And it happens all the time, just so everyone knows. There's nothing illegal about it, at least not in the U.S., You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hi, Malls. Hello. I feel like I call you that every time I say hello. Do I do that normally or just when we record podcasts? I think just when we record podcasts, but it's what most people in my life call me, so. Really? It works. Yeah. What's my name? Most people call me Jack. Really? I've never called you Jack. You haven't. I guess I gotta start calling you Jack. Okay. Hey, Malls. Jack and Malls. For those watching the video, Nick, my boyfriend, told me I look like the girl from Harry Potter today. Yeah, Hermione. Yeah, totally. 100%. It looks great. You're a step ahead. (laughs) I think I'm coming down with a cold. It started with my husband yesterday. Yes, he's just irritating. <laughs> he, he like woke up with a sore throat and was feeling real gross and groggy. And I was like, well, I feel good. And this morning I woke up and I'm like, I don't feel good. So here we are. You know what? I'm going to sound like maybe a grandma, but the last time Nick was sick, I did not sleep in our bedroom and I did not get sick. I got too confident, I'm too cocky. I guess it actually happened for him two days ago. So I was like, if I made it two days, I'm good. That's a lie. It was not good. Not good. So hopefully it passes quickly. We'll see. Hopefully it does. Get that vitamin C. Oh, yeah. Got my wellness juice this morning. Got a green smoothie from a smoothie place near us that is literally just like every green and a banana thrown into a blender. Mm. It tastes like dirt. Mm. And so it must work. Have you ever done a shot of oregano oil? Oh, yeah. What's supposed to work, though? I know. Is that the worst? Yes, it is. I think it's the worst. I used to do a shot of olive oil before I sang, though, when I used to perform and sing and stuff, you guys. I actually didn't know that you sang. Oh, Jackie, I have a little demo, original songs, jazz covers from a long time ago. I have to listen to these. (laughs) I don't know where they are anymore. If I find it, I'll send them to you. I never knew that. Yeah. I would do a shot of olive oil before I sang. That's amazing. Lube your vocal cords. I should do that before I start recording on the show. Yeah. Well, we should talk about actual stuff that we're doing in the business. Right. So what should we talk about? What's on your mind of stuff that you're dealing with with clients that you think is helpful for listeners? I have something. I think it can feel a little, I don't know if taboo is the right word, but I know it's like a topic sometimes when you're a candidate, especially it's back channel references. What does that mean? I bet people don't know what that means. So if you don't know what a back channel reference is, it is when basically someone at a company that you're interviewing with will reach out to someone without you knowing that you might work with or have worked with in the past to ask for a reference. And it happens all the time, just so everyone knows. There's nothing illegal about it, at least not in the U.S., I think that might be other places than I hear. There's nothing illegal about it. People do it all the time. If you see you're connected to someone at a company and you're interviewing there, I guarantee someone has reached out to whoever your mutual connection is and asked about you. So usually later on in the process. Usually it doesn't happen right away. Most people use tact and they're like, okay, I'm not going to reach out 
now have this person jeopardize their current boss finding they're looking for a job or something like that. Most people. Yep. Most people. And if they did reach out early on, I would be concerned about their judgment. <laughs> yes. Back channel references can be very helpful in some ways. Mm-hmm. Ta- let's talk about a situation that happened. And actually, I think I also have an example. And then let's talk about how if you're the hiring manager and you're talking to somebody who's worked with somebody and they give you maybe some not great feedback, how you should look at it and how you should view back channel references as somebody receiving them before you hire somebody. Yeah. I think every back channel reference, I always say like, take it with a grain of salt. Even if it's really good, take it with a grain of salt because depending on the hiring manager, how well they know that person they're reaching out to, you don't know that person, you don't work with them every day. Kind of like any reference, how you feel about regular references. Most people think they're pointless because people only say positive things. Yeah. It kind of is the same with the back channel. Absolutely. I think they're really good to confirm information that you've learned. It's never like a gotcha. You never should be like fishing for information to try and poke holes. Approach it with an open mind and take the feedback with a grain of salt. And they can be very helpful. For example, like you and I worked at different places. Well, when we did, I would reach out to you because I know that you know how I work. And I also very much trust who you are as a business person, as a manager, as a leader. So there's also a level of like, who is the person that you're talking to? Have you worked with them? Do you know how they are? You have to kind of keep that in mind. Ten times on LinkedIn, I'll see someone's connected to somebody I went to high school with. And I'm like, I don't fucking know how they turned out. I might not want their opinion. 100%. It's really only a useful thing to do when you know the person you're connected with well. You've worked with them before. You know how they are. You trust their opinion. Otherwise, and I've said that before, Uh, straight to hiring managers. They've said, I'm connected to this person. I don't really know that person that well. I'm like, then don't bother reaching out because we don't know how true what they're going to say is if you don't have a relationship with them. I've also been asked, hey, I see you have a connection with this person who works with them. Could you reach out? I'm like, that person's opinion we should never trust. I was in a situation recently that we're working through getting resolved. It was an executive level role. And one of the other executives at the company was connected to a person that this candidate worked with. And they knew them. They did outright say, I would take anything they say with a grain of salt without me prompting because they said this person can be difficult to work with. And I know that, but I do feel comfortable reaching out. So that person reached out and not funny, but it was awful. It was just horrible what this person said about the candidate. There were other hesitancies with this person's candidacy. So because of that reference, then the hiring manager was in turn scared to pull the trigger and uncertain if they wanted to move forward after everything had led up to this point. And we had a really frank conversation about it. And I said, there's two sides to every story. There's this person's side. There's this candidate's side. And then there's the truth, which is not going to be completely accurate to either of them. But there's no real way to know. And at that point, because of the other hesitancies with this person's candidacy, it was going to be discussions, but not going to be someone that I think we ultimately end up moving forward with. It sucks. It was also a great conversation moment for you to have with that hiring manager. Yes. Thank God that I believe that person was self-aware enough to like, okay, this is probably kind of probably not true. What do we do from here? Yes. And a lot of respect to this hiring manager I was working with because they had an open mind and they didn't completely cut things off right away just from receiving that. Because again, they knew this person could be difficult to work with that they had reached out to, but they did already have some hesitancies. And so we were able to talk through it and ultimately just decided it wasn't worth it. 
yeah, to move forward. But that doesn't happen super often. Most of the time, back channel references are actually pretty good. Just wanted to take a minute and remind you that having your people operations and systems rock solid early on will not only save you money and resources, but will help you build a thriving and highly effective team much quicker. And guess what? We've got your back. My company, People Principles, has an incredible toolkit shop where you'll find everything you need to get your team on the right track. And more importantly, get all of your team operations and people operations on the right track. From hiring your dream team to navigating those tougher moments like terminations, we've got the resources that'll make it all easier. With our toolkits, you can dive right in and start implementing best practices today. You get straightforward and actionable tools, tips, and the templates to implement immediately. So head over to our website, peopleprinciples.co forward slash toolkits, and check out all the toolkits today. Stop the endless Google searches and chat GPT promptings and get the tools you need built by us, HR experts. I actually have another example of something that happened with a client recently. A similar thing happened and we handled it a little bit differently that I can share. So there was a role we were looking to fill. We had already extended an offer to somebody and the CEO was in a meeting with, we always have to be careful so we don't say too much, but they were at like a lunch meeting with a prospective consultant, like of an agency, like a marketing agency, mm-hmm. we'll say. And the CEO was like, oh, I'm so excited. We just hired so-and-so from XYZ company. I don't think I'd realize they'd already been hired. The offer was already extended, Molly. And we were negotiating. Okay. And the person he was at lunch with was like, oh my gosh, and just said terrible things about her. I think as a normal human, he gets caught up in this moment of, oh shit, what did I do, right? I think that's a very normal response where your gut reaction is like, I had a mistake because you're already worried about making a mistake in hiring because it is such a hard thing to do. You never know for certain somebody's going to be a good hire. And so you're always kind of waiting for the shoe to drop, I feel like, for a lot of people. And so then he gets this and he starts freaking out. He wants to rescind the offer. And I'm like, what the hell? And so what we did, we talked through it. And I was like, why don't we get some other references to verify some of this stuff? And so I was able to get a reference from this person who had really great things to say. Obviously, it wasn't a back channel reference. It was somebody she knows, but it was really like a great reference. And I think what we ended up doing, and to the CEO's credit, like very self-aware, ended up having a conversation with the candidate and was like, look, Mm -hmm. I spoke with so-and-so. This is what they said about you. Like, I'm a little worried about you joining. He didn't like come out and say who it was or what they said, but they brought up some concerns and the concerns were not like specifically about her either. They were more about the ability to work within the environment that they have. So the conversation was able to not be perfect personal. The conversation then was able to go around like, are you going to be able to handle the environment we're working in, the type of work we need? And they ended up having a really great conversation around it. And the candidate, honestly, it was like a bonding moment. It was like a good leadership moment of like, okay, we can have these kinds of conversations we're going to have to have when we're working together and we can have it now. To their credit, they both were able to have the conversation together to resolve it. And now this person has started and is doing great 
And that was an example of how to handle a situation like that a different way. And so there is no right way of handling it. Um, do default to honest convos. A hundred percent. There's no right way to handle it. Every situation is different. Every situation is going to have different nuances and things. So yeah, it's delicate. It's tough. We're all as people, unreliable narrators. We all mess things up. You interview, you're selling yourself. There's things you might not say. Let's be real. There's things I can't say in interviews because everybody has bad moments. Everybody has things that go wrong. Well, also, there's going to be times where you suck. Like the employees you hire are not going to be great to work with. Just like you're not great to work with all the time. You have to be able to have those conversations and also know you're entering into a relationship that's going to have ups and downs, that's going to have hard times, that's going to have great times. It's like a relationship. And there's always going to be things that everybody's working on. Yes, 100%. You can only make decisions with the information you have at the time. Right. And that's all you can do. Exactly. (laughs) That's all you can do. I think this was a good topic for today. I think we've had two of those happen fairly recently. I know, like in the same year. We did it. I don't know. That's all I got this week. Really? I have more, but we can save it for another day. Yeah, I actually thought it was something too. We should touch on another one, but I'll take it later. All right. Stay tuned. Whoa. Till next my, week. My chair keeps almost falling. I think my chair is broken. Anyway, we're having a great day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listener, thanks for tuning in. Until next week on Behind the Scenes. Peace out. Folks, that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope that you found our discussion valuable and insightful and you are inspired to go out and be a good boss. Just wanted to take a second to remind you that staying compliant with all HR and legal stuff is crucial for your business's success. And if you're wondering about your HR compliance or want to make sure that you're implementing some best practices, I got something for you. If you go over to my company's website, peopleprinciples.co, there is a free compliance and best practices checklist waiting for you. It's right on the homepage and it's like having a mini HR audit at your fingertips. It's literally what we do with our clients when we start working with them. So go ahead and check it out. You won't regret it. You're going to learn a lot of stuff about what you can do better and what you can fix and what you can start to implement. So head over there and get your checklist. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.